0: Hey, it's Andrew Wilkow. Here's my opening monologue from today's Wilkow Majority on Sirius XM Patriot. So now we have the story, two months too late, about classified materials being found at a think tank called the Biden Center. Now, the most shocking detail about this, the most shocking detail is that there's a think tank called the Biden Center. <laughs> it's like the Biden Center for kids who can't read too good but want to. A think, tank, a think tank with the name Biden on. I mean, you can't make this stuff up. But now, the, now the media like, "Well, it was only ten documents. It was only ten. Why didn't we hear about this?" Jim Jordan pointed out in an interview that this revelation came about a week before the midterm election. Why didn't we hear anything about this? Well, we—I don't know why I'm even asking. We know the answer. But what we got in August during the FBI raid, I mean I mean, search, I mean search, the search, can't call it a raid, it's a search of moralago The Washington Post speculated that Trump must have nuclear secrets, and these might even be for sale at some information black market. Oh my God, the country was coming down, national security. We watched as this Frank Fleglizzi, whatever the hell his name is, and some guy named Ken Delinian, you know, they were jumping up and down on MSNBC and CNN. They were talking to Brennan. They were talking to Clapper. They were talking to Comey. Oh, my God. This is it. The country's over. It's done. The Chinese have our launch codes. We haven't heard anything since then. Not much for nuclear weapons. Now, you have one, one brain-dead dummy in the media after another. Well, he gave them back. They're not asking why he took them in the first place. Does the vice president have unilateral declassification authority? I don't believe so. Being second in line doesn't mean second in command. But they keep obstruction, obstruction. Remember Sandy Berger? Nobody talks about Sandy Berger. There are allegations that Obama took millions of documents or had them at least destroyed. But the media went, see, this is the problem. They never say things like, let's wait for facts. Let's wait for information. Let's wait for an investigation to get underway. They take anonymous leaks, anonymous sources. And here's how the game works. It's a very, it's a very easily mapped out game. Controversy surrounds someone like Trump. The media goes racing in cameras and correspondence and all this stuff. And then there's not a lot of information, but then come the anonymous leaks. And the New York Times writes about them. The Washington Post speculates about them. Then they get cribbed into neat little graphics that appear on CNN and MSNBC. Then they call in their so-called experts, former FBI agents, former uh, U.S. attorneys, uh, former heads of national security agencies, and of course, Adam Schiff, Jamie Raskin, and Eric Swalwell and then they they then respond to the anonymous leak as if what they are responding to is the is evidence and we forget that the origin of what we're watching on CNN or MSNBC is totally unproven and then after 3 or 4 episodes of all in with Chris Hayes or Anderson Cooper 360 or the Rachel Maddow show or whatever it is the continued reporting and the continued seating of guests and pundits and commentators we leave behind the fact that what we are dealing with is not rooted in any truth we don't even know who, we, don't, we don't even know if there is an anonymous source the fact that cnn or the washington post says they have an anonymous source the fact that they're dealing with an anonymous source there's no proof the anonymous source even exists It could be somebody who heard something from somebody who heard something. who heard. In other words, we don't know the credibility of the anonymous source. Remember, the New York Times ran op-eds from allegedly inside the inner circle of Donald Trump that was completely anonymous, and it turned out to be some low-level nobody who didn't really know anything, but it didn't matter. It made for good reading. Now, this is not a question of the freedom of speech. Dana Bash can report whatever she wants the view could pretend to be full of smart people it just it, it is what it is but don't tell me these are these are don't pretend that these news agencies are any more credible than any other news agency when they are spending their time at glass tables with network logo coffee mugs people seated around them and a, and, a, and a host like Jake Tapper, who's really trying to, you know, get to the bottom of this, and and Dana Bash, who's, you know, just a Dana Bash or whatever the hell you say. Dana Bash went into a bar, and the bartender said, Mrs. Horse, why the long face? Uh, she said, I'm not Dana Bash. I'm Alyssa Fair uh, Griffith fair Griffith. What are you talking about? Uh, but anyway, but anyway, um, they seat these programs, and people absorb this, forgetting the fact that what they are discussing as the moment, in the moment, is not based in any reality or truth. I mean, right now in the lower third, it says, source. Now, when someone, when they put up these little statistics for, you know, Democrat cat ladies to chew on on social media. (coughs) When they put this out there, the Democrat cat ladies Start running to social media. Well, it was 160 documents in Donald Trump and it was 10 in Joe Biden. Sandy Berger, I believe, destroyed three pages of documents, only three, from the National Archive. Now, what were those three documents, three pages related to? 9 11. There's a world of difference between potentially 160 documents that may have been. Legally declassified de- by the president himself, which he has that authority to do, that are not super ultra X Files lockbox secret, and 10 that may be. We don't know. We don't know what is in these 10 documents. So I'm not going to sit here and say that I know what's in it, because that would be wrong. But, and we're all having a little bit of fun with this, right? Uh, conservative or right-leaning uh, social media uh, celebrities, I guess you could say, and I don't mean that word celebrity in in a, a negative context. I'm a radio host. I do a television program. I'm not a social media, I'm not a guy who's made his name on social media. I don't pay to promote anything. I, I got my blue check, but you know, I don't really stake my claim in the world as a social media person but all the social media personalities on I, I mean personalities not celebrity celebrity person whatever you want to say influencer they're all going back and finding old tweets and postings of left-leaning blue checks democrats media folk and saying this didn't age well because now after going all see this is what happens they go all in And on on any controversy, it's the world's coming to an end. This is the worst thing in the world. New York Times headline, world coming to an end, women and minorities affected most, that they go all in and say, Donald Trump should go to jail. Nobody's above the law. Now they've got all sorts of nuance. There's all sorts of nuance that you, the petty peons, don't understand. Only these people, with national security sources in Washington, D.C., could possibly understand this. And that's what they're doing now. And the question originally has to be, it's not whether or not Joe Biden or or people representing Joe Biden or working for Joe Biden or working on behalf of Joe Biden gave the documents back. Why were they taking the, the original argument was that Donald Trump had no right to take them in the first place. The talk of obstruction is the ham sandwich stuff. It's the ham sandwich stuff. Joe Biden didn't go, oh my bad, here are the documents back. They had to be found. I believe when looking through archives related to the death of Bo Biden, they were found. Nobody's asking the question, why were they there in the first place? And if you're going to say, well, it was just an accident, it's only 10 documents, but that's not what you said about Donald Trump. The fact that boxes were packed up by staffers, by people that Donald Trump may not have even known what was in some of these boxes, intermixed with newspaper clippings or a letter from Kim Jong Un or a letter to Kim Jong Un or you know, autographed autograph piece of sports memorabilia, whatever the hell it was mixed in, intermingled with. The media isn't addressing, the Democrats aren't addressing the original reason why those documents were being hidden, in a way, hidden away in something called the Biden Center. If the crime is removing the documents, then the crime is removing the documents. Now, Donald Trump is not the president anymore. Joe Biden is. And we learned something during the first impeachment of Donald Trump. We were told, and the media ran with this one what is bribery, treason, high crimes, and misdemeanors? Whatever the hell Congress says it is. That was the phrase. It is whatever Congress says it is. We were also told that. President Trump could be impeached and convicted in the Senate for conduct before he was president of the United States, like some of these 30-year-old allegations that he might have grabbed this one or touched that one or looked at this one, uh, you know, cockeyed or something. Now we're going to be told that this was before he was president and this was just an accident. Joe Biden. See, it's Donald Trump is bad because he's Donald Trump. He's a liar, don't you know? He's orange man bad. Whatever Donald Trump does is worse than anything that's ever been done in all of human history. Donald Trump is the worst. Donald Trump, in their minds, is the worst human being ever born in all of human creation. And if he is accused of something, it doesn't matter. How many times since 2015, we got him. 2016, we got him. 2017, we got him. 2018, we got him. 2019, we got him. 2020, we got him. 2021, we got him. 2022, we got him. The fact that they've never been able to actually produce evidence of a crime and convict this man is irrelevant. They just keep moving on to the next thing. Now, it's the tax returns. Whatever it is, they just move on because he is the worst, the most God-awful, terrible, no-good human being ever born into humankind. They know he's bad. They just have to keep looking until they find the badness. They know he did it because he's Trump. Now, Biden can do no wrong. Biden has no sins in his past. Whatever sins he may have had have been washed away because he became president. And Orange Man Bad is no longer president. Doesn't matter how you feel about how the 2020 election was conducted. Biden won it, according to their telling. And Biden's sins have all been forgiven. The fact that we are being decimated by inflation, we can't get the border under control, we keep writing these multi-billion dollar Uh, uh, aid packages to Ukraine with no oversight. None of that matters. Biden replaced Trump. Biden is innocent on all accounts. The backpedaling. Oh, oh, is this a whataboutism? Oh, that's right. It's It's a whataboutism. There's no such thing as a whataboutism. There's no such thing. If you're providing equivalent circumstances for the purpose of providing context, There's no such thing as a whataboutism. But the media is going to move past this very quickly. They're going to put this story to bed very quickly. And there'll be no discussion as to why it took over two months for us to find out about it. Or almost two months. We're only finding about this after the swearing in of the new Congress. Much like the Hunter Biden laptop story, it seems as if these stories are being withheld from the public to affect the outcome of elections. Thankfully, thankfully, there's a Republican majority in the House and they now have subpoena power. Wide 695-PATRIOT-957-2874. If you just want me to fast forward to the epilogue, do you want to know what's going to happen? I'll tell you exactly what's going to happen. You want me to tell you what's going to happen? I'll tell you what's going to happen. Remember that little press conference with James Comey where he told you that Hillary Clinton had mishandled classified documents after deleting 33,000 subpoenaed emails? After her legal team taking possession of what documents she had illegally, then determining for the FBI what they were allowed to look at. Isn't that amazing? Donald Trump was never given that that, uh, privilege. Hillary Clinton never had executive privilege. Never had it. James Comey looked you right in the face and told you there was evidence of a crime, but then said no reasonable prosecutor would take this case. And that was the end of it. Well, I bet you right now the U.S. attorney reviewing these documents is a quote-unquote reasonable prosecutor. And this ain't going anywhere. At least, not legally. Wyndex six ninety five Patriot nine five seven two eight seven four. We are right; they are wrong. That's the end of the story. The arguments on this radio program cannot be broken. Sirius XM Patriot. You can join me live on the Will Majority Monday to Friday, noon to three East, nine to noon West, on Sirius XM Patriot channel one twenty five.